two, three. Because we're famous for this podcast. No, we weren't famous before. Now we're famous for this podcast. It's what we're famous for. All right. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Tup, don't you think they should have a better system by now for... Uh, reality shows that are like the temptation islands the uh the bachelor in paradise for microphones they're all having these people wear beaded or like shell necklaces as the microphone like what if they don't want that fashion wise like i you know sorry i don't love these things of course if this is our only way i'll do it i'm a team player but can we just have some like you know a little patch that we stick on like a band-aid or something okay yeah i didn't even uh, actually know that that's how they were doing that they got them wearing necklaces i i just right. yeah assume they were all losers wearing <laughs> those shell necklaces <laughs> um yeah and i think it's not enough sometimes for just the necklace sometimes you'll they'll you know show a quick shot of their back and there'll be like a string going down the back too and then like a waist thing like come on a waist thing oh okay i thought you meant uh like something to collect waste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big bag of shit they're carrying. <laughs> the, whole, the whole show. These really hot people with just bags of shit. They carry around their shit. That's the catch. You know, they try and fall in love with a big bag of shit on their ass. <laughs> right. It's just, it's part of the how the microphone works. Yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> Powered by <sorry>. shit. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we can do the shell microphones with the poop bags, or we could do these little <laughs> lapel mics, but you guys aren't wearing shirts, so it's, it's up to you. Right. So what else is powered by poop besides fertilizer and these this new mic idea? Um, yeah, it's a fine, fine question. I I don't know a lot of poop-powered uh, things. Um, yeah. Uh, is there something called biodiesel, I think, which is a uh, you know eco-friendly fuel, which is, I think created from from various poops right I do believe. poop in people's gas tanks yeah i think you just poop uh <laughs> wherever somebody needs to have a machine right. operate find well, the that be... machine and poop near it okay right would that be going forward or backwards in technology like you know what i mean because it's in one way it'd be cutting out the middleman which would be like in the favor of going forward in progress but then at the same time pooping in a gas tank seems kind of primitive and in that way, it kind of seems backwards progress. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a lot of the debate that's going on in the biodiesel circles is, uh, <laughs> are we really going forward or backward here? Uh, it's not easy to poop in a gas tank to begin with. Anyway, yeah, I, I think right. uh, It's the idea would be you're, you're collecting poop that's already being pooped. Uh, you're not separately going to poop somewhere else i think oh right we're spend all the money trying to figure out good systems to redirect it from the toilet system it right into these things instead of That's like right right that would be that would be going backwards right walking around yeah. like oh okay pull my pants down to poop and you know i'm right out on the street everybody can see me that's right i think that would a lot of people would agree that's not really where we want to go i think but if you yeah. uh if you were already doing that let's say then, hey, now now it's actually going to make the car go instead of just, you know, something weird that you do. Right. You know? Explaining the whole time you're doing it. In a weird way, we're actually making progress by doing Because <laughs> you're kind of cutting out the middleman. So can't you see how this is progress in a way? <laughs> People grabbing their children out of the way. Uh, yeah. 
That's biodiesel. Yeah, biodiesel. A lot of different, almost too many categories of science these days, which too many to get into, I'd say. Exactly. Necklace-wise, I really think, you know, it almost kind of takes me out of it. It's like uh, when somebody can't smoke correctly in a TV show, these necklaces are are knocking me off my skateboard. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, this guy doesn't wear that kind of necklace. Why is he so okay with it for the purpose of a microphone? Right. I mean... You know, I think they're probably not giving them a lot of choice. And if you if you kind of, uh, you know, pipe up about that, I think you're going to embarrass yourself a little bit, too. Like, oh, they'll just film you asking that and then that'll be embarrassing. They'll make that the trailer for the show. That's the danger of those. Yes. Take a perfectly nice person and make them look like an asshole for the fun of a writer's room. That's how they introduced them to the shell microphone is they got the camera on them and they're in the middle (laughs) of doing like a uh, whatever one of those confessionals. And then they say, by the way you'll be wearing this shell necklace the entire time. Uh, you know, hopefully you don't have a problem with that. You're like, you're not so into your own personal style that you have some kind of a problem with that, right? <laughs> right. What would be more embarrassing, saying you have a big problem with it or just being like, no, who cares? Of course, who cares how we look? We're on this show. For I mean, for me personally, I I don't think I would ever, I, I, I don't know that I would really have a problem with the shell neck. As long as everybody else is doing it, I'm good with anything. Okay, like, is, right. I don't have... No, I'm fine. As long as, as long as uh, I'm not, as long as I'm not making a mistake blowing it by choosing to use the shell necklace. And there's like three options, and one of them was like one that you can't see, and then the other one was a big shell necklace, and I made the mistake of picking that one, and I was the only one that that would bum me out. Oh man, yeah. But if everybody's got them, I don't care. That's a great point. What is that? Is that a, one of them big ones? Is that a new wave of style? We'll we'll see where. You know, these outliers, no, I, I, you know, you start saying something and then sometimes you figure out halfway through, you don't really have a question there, but stylistically, what does that mean for the world? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Great question. (laughs) Yeah. It's what we're famous for. (sighs) Okay. I am, uh. Debt left shrimp over here. <laughs> Debt left shrimp. Okay. Yeah. Number that, 11, I think. Is that, uh, now is Debt left shrimp, is he the same as Vladi Divac or is that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. I think okay. so. Well, Debt left, yeah. they might have been brothers. Like Debt left, I think, played for the Sonics and wore 11. And uh, Vladi played a lot for the Kings and Lakers. I want to say he was 12 with the Kings. Uh, yeah, so okay. 11 and 12. There we go. There's the 12, uh, conspiracy yeah. theory of it. Right. Were they, uh, was it Vladi Divac that had some uh, amazing story, Civil War, or was that Dead Left Shrimp? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Vladi did, yeah. There was another um, guy, Drazen Petrovic, who I think had a okay. great story of, uh, of overcoming the Civil War in Serbia and Croatia. Mm-hmm. Were those the two bros going at it? Right, I think that's right. And then, yeah. but who was it with? There was some, some other NBA player, right? Oh, right. It might have been Drazen Petrovic versus uh, Vladi Divac, maybe. No, I don't know if that works out. Okay, but, yeah, uh, then, I think like, it might they, have been. Vladi, it sounds like it. Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah. anyway. Man, the fact that, um, doesn't Civil War see, sound like it should be way long ago than like the 1980s or whatever that was? Yeah, it does not... 
Yeah, it does not seem like something that should be going on like while computers are around. Right. Yeah, the moment computers got around, that should have been like a big worldwide meeting. Like, hey, everybody, like, this is ridiculous. Look how amazing these computers are. We're, we're geniuses. Uh, can you believe we're still fighting? Come on. Right. Civil war, guys, with these computers? And then they- <laughs> yeah. Then start a civil war between the computers. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the civil wars are about the computers at this point, but who's got them all, I guess? <laughs> right. The civil war over computers. I, that would easily be something I could see being taught in history, you know? The war between the computers. The war betwixt the states. It's like just an updated version. Oh, right. We've, we're a big update history podcast, so today's kids can understand it. So maybe yep. maybe you do that. Sure. Yeah, the uh, the war of Jenkins' iPhone. Uh, <laughs> right. Anywhere it says uh, betwixt the states throughout history, do like a Microsoft Word, replace it with uh, betwixt the iPhone. <laughs> 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 is there is there a work called the war betwixt the states is that, what is that <laughs> no where is that from the you know the war betwixt the states i think it's just one of those old musket era sayings okay like maybe that is what uh because it wasn't necessarily called the civil war at the time uh maybe <laughs> right because they didn't know it was the civil war when we, right. you, you never know it's the civil war when you're in the civil war right <laughs> <laughs> right it's kind of like you never know you're uh in the glory days until they're over yeah you never know what you got till it's gone yeah right so you're in you think you're in the war betwixt the states little do you know you're in the civil war <laughs> <laughs> right okay so maybe they already did a copy and replace all the betwixt the states became the civil war i think so and all the books and stuff like that like later you know a- probably after the last guy who was around for the the war betwixt the states uh when he when he died then everybody else was like all right we can safely start calling it the civil war now because uh, <laughs> right everybody tunes in they think something else is being addressed they're finally gonna name a new mayor or whatever all right we can safely start calling it the civil war boo we thought we were gonna hear about the other thing <laughs> right was that tv as well back then were like those town meetings they had fire and town meetings those were the two tvs huh i guess yeah i wonder how realistic that tom hanks movie is where he's going around just reading the newspaper to people in like big rowdy drunken settings right during those baseball games yes yeah (laughs) gets no what movie are you talking about women together and uh, (laughs) he organizes the league drunk tom hanks uh there's some movie where he is like a storyteller and and he winds up kind of protecting some young girl who had lost her parents and been raised by native uh by first peoples Um, okay Oh, it's yeah. uh he's driving around in a carriage with that girl? Yes, driving okay. around in a carriage. Uh, I've seen previews. Oh, uh, this and that and this and that. And, you know, uh, we got to learn that this is that. You know, that right. kind of thing. Uh, oh, movie. okay. Just, and he's he's really, uh, he, he was hardened at first. It's the classic, I don't take women on trips, okay? Yes. You know? Exactly. She's yeah, a little girl. Not, she's going to be dead weight. <laughs> I don't have time for this. <laughs> 
And uh, it wasn't that, but that, yeah, it could easily have been that. And the girl's yeah. like, I love your hat, Mr. Hanks. And previously Ooh. in the movie, he had talked about, my Paul left me this hat and I will wear it across this trek across the great state of Wyoming. And I then, won't have any little girls messing it up here. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then when she so cutely mentions the hat, it jerks him because he's, she's referencing his father. And yeah. so it's one of those, it was a bit of a wire cross. He, he thought about his father, but in that moment she brought him that joy. So he develops a soft spot in his heart for her, takes her under his wing. Yeah. Uh, she looks just up, like his father. <laughs> he dresses her up like his father <laughs> i missed you paul i missed you too <laughs> we talked about it can you work on doing a little bit of a deeper voice sorry <laughs> all right that's better like i was yeah. saying paul <laughs> <laughs> she uh it was it turned out to be not quite that one but similar like she is a little hard the hardened one and she doesn't speak english and he's like trying to just take care of her and uh Dress her you up know, like she, his father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to tell her exactly how her, his father acted so she can know how to behave <laughs> no 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 what was it yeah, no, that's that was it. It's, uh, <laughs> and then you know he's trying to get her back to her family or whatever. That's so that's the the whole thing. But his his job, uh, and that's kind of like the MacGuffin of how they were getting around to different place to place or whatever. Is that he would go to a town and he would like you know advertise that he was there, and then there would be like a bunch of people would gather around and he would just read stories from the newspaper like would you believe this? And then like, just read some story, five people, you know, killed in a, in a uh, coal mine collapse over in whatever town. Oh, did they copy radio off of this traveling, you know, live radio guy? Right. I, maybe. Yeah. I mean, that's based, maybe that is the uh, start of, uh, of the war betwixt the states. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> that's what maybe caused that's, it to begin with. Yeah. This, <laughs> the start of all entertainment was maybe just that Tom Hanks, uh, and some, right. Whether to call it the Civil War or betwixt the states. <laughs> they couldn't decide, so they started fighting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And then from there, what's the next evolution? You got Guy reading the newspaper and then like everybody drunkenly being like, yeah, now read, read another one or whatever. That's, that's kind of what was going on. Right, and then everybody filming first... it with their iPhones and passing it around. Okay, yeah, next step is that, right. <laughs> You start out with just the guy reading it out, reading the newspaper, then film that, put it on YouTube, and that's the second <laughs> step. <laughs> right. Could iPhones have like evolved out and come back? Those are always interesting. Like we actually had humans flying, but it evolved away, and now we're just on a big uphill climb to get them back. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's not, I don't think there's any situation of that at all, but it's cool, <laughs> cool to think about. Right. Yeah, the coolest things like, I mean, that wouldn't be bad to tell kids like, oh, yeah, humans used to be able to fly. Helpful lies? Like, because then maybe they would be more likely to work towards flying. <laughs> it just causes a mental illness where just a bunch of kids go up and try and fly with their arms. <laughs> we, uh, I mean, that's what like the Bible it has all sorts of crap like that, right? Like people used to live to 800 years old and they used to be giants and stuff like that. Oh, is that right. That crap is in the Bible. So, yeah, it's... Right. Uh, people 
tend not to talk much about those those parts, but um, but there's some of the best parts of the Bible. Right, David, <laughs> David versus Goliath. He was a yeah. giant, right? Yeah, both of them were. The world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can kind of get to a place in my mind where David is also a name for a huge brute. Okay. Goliath, mm-hmm. definitely. But David, you're like, all right. Well, as soon as you said that, I was like, yeah, David's not some puny, wimpy name, particularly, or is it? It is. No, I mean, <laughs> I think Dave, David's, a, David's a run-of-the-mill kind of name. Uh, meat, meat and potatoes. Okay. Dave versus Goliath. That might have driven the point home more. Dave versus Goliath. Little Davey versus Goliath. Yeah. You know, throw, throw a little in front of it. Now he's not so big. <laughs> right. And they're the exact same size. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, what would be... So what do you learn from two giants fighting? From a small guy fighting a giant, you learn, hey, determination, will, uh, that kind of stuff. Two giants, no lesson. What is the lesson of David and Goliath, though? Is it like more uh, ingenuity like uh, or mm. smart? Fight Size smart, of the dog not... in the fight kind of stuff. But he, he wasn't like Goliath kept smashing him and he kept like getting back up or anything like that. It wasn't, oh. a, it wasn't a perseverance story. It was Intelligence. Like he, it was, yeah, smart, fight smart. Right. So, or it's right, fight he came dirty. Up with something. Come up with inventions. Come up with inventions. Yeah. That's right. probably what the it slingshot. is. The slingshot. He might have invented the slingshot because a giant was going to kill him. That, yeah. Honestly, probably something like that happened. There are these, like, you know, caveman types. The big town asshole who goes and stomps everybody out and takes their women was coming yep. around, like, I'm sick of this shit. This guy has me cornered. I have this piece of uh, cloth that I took from the nearest animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, use it as my loincloth. Oh, he took his loincloth off. That's probably what it was. He was like, I don't care if you see my penis. This this is life and death. <laughs> yeah. um, slung a rock at the, the big town asshole and became a legend. That could be it. Yeah. Yeah, Goliath might not have been a literal giant, just, uh, you know, just like a big jerk. Just like six foot two, yeah. I think back then to have been a giant, you would have just been have to be like five seven, five eight. <laughs> right, man. And then... To be stomping on people. What was the average height, say, 700 years ago? I want to say like three foot eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's, should that be one of the things you tell kids? Like, hey, we're still getting bigger. Like, I don't know. What if that does any good? Like, we used to be shorter. No, the, right. No lies. Because then where do the lies stop? You start getting into religious lies, dangerous lies. The fun lies get overshadowed. Uh, yeah, never mind. I think lies are like uh, serial killing strategies in that you, you, as long as your lies have no rhyme or reason to them and you're not trying to do anything with the lie, you're not really trying to manipulate somebody or do anything, you know, uh, yeah. screw them over in any kind of way, then yeah, that's a good lie. Just say, right. yeah, we, yeah, in about 200 years ago, we used to only be three feet tall. Yeah, that's not no no problem there. That's a right. that's a safe lie. I'm not I'm not trying to screw anybody over there. And then yeah, same thing with serial killing. You just want no rhyme and reason uh, yeah. to who you kill, and you you'll you'll make out much better. <laughs> right. Every year, ten gallons of water flow over Niagara Falls. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't hurt anybody. <laughs> One more thing on the H Man, Tommy the H Man Hanks. Um, I don't think you can find much on the guy that isn't. Um, pretty perfect image wise 
I think I found one, and it's that he signs his tweets with Hanks, H-A-N-X. Oh. Right? I mean, what the hell is that? Like, Hanks. Oh, Jesus. Like, I don't know. That's such a miss for some reason. Is signing, is there a charm to signing his tweets because he's old? Or is that like, come on. Sign your tweets? I'm not, I don't have a problem. Honestly, you think you're Hanks to people? Nobody has you as Hanks. Like, oh, Hanks over here. Like, you're not Hanks to people. I mean, we call him Hanks. (laughs) Yes, you and I do. And everybody we know, for sure. (laughs) That's all I've ever heard him called. I don't even know his first name. But I think to the average, no. I, I don't know. What is it? Yeah, help me out. No, I mean, the X is, the X is unforgivable. And then, uh, yeah, unless he's saying, is he trying to find a way of saying like that, that's from him and his late wife, who's still alive, I do believe. (laughs) She's just always late. Um, (laughs) Right. Her name is uh, something with an X. Right. Yeah. Xylophone (laughs) Hanks. Yeah. I think he um, he married like an actor who then stopped being an actor when she married an actor. It's like those okay. people who were only in the game of acting to marry an actor and then that's all they were there for. No, I'm sure that's not true. I think it might be more like, why, why bother keep trying to act when I'm, you know, I'm sitting right next to Hanks over here. <laughs> I can't. I'm never going to out-act my, my husband here, so... <laughs> <laughs> right there's yeah i mean next to hanks <laughs> <laughs> who are you next to hanks but no that's maybe uh, yeah i guess you take it one of two ways that would either create the best fellow actor of all time because you're so motivated by such a great specimen or you say right well, who am i up against here the great hanks <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I because you, you can go. You can't really go, Tom. You can go Denzel, right? So yes. Hanks, Hanks is kind of a safe bet. You can't go Tom. Uh, you can't go Hanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hanks with an X. That wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, because there's, there's two Hankses. You got his wife, who's also an actor. So. <laughs> right, to- xylophone Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> It's what we're famous for. You know, the the wash and fold service in New York here is a big friend of the podcast. And okay. once That's in a while, I think it's wash and fold, or maybe it's maybe it's a better name than that, but something in fold, clean and fold. Okay. Wash and fold. That's not like the name of one place. That's like a category of uh, joint. I That's think the so. Laundry, the laundry right. It's, place? A, okay. it's a service that a bunch of places offer, I guess. I see. Um, Discounted if you don't fold it. I, I don't need them. Yeah. Fold it. Oh yeah. There you go. Right. Just clean it. Cause that's how I did laundry for years. Actually. It was just, I, I laundered garbage my clothes. Garbage bag in, garbage, garbage bag out. Yeah. Or, or when you live in a place where it has it, right. Just then take your clean clothes, put them in a pile. You know what you do? You leave all the stuff that nobody sees, like your socks and underwear folding that. That's been a waste for years. Ah, yeah. Um, keep that in a pile. Clean. Hey, there's nothing wrong. You can't argue that there's anything wrong with not folding if you can't see it. You don't fold your... You have no... I've already been through this. You have no argument for for there being a problem with that. 
No, not at all. Yeah. All right. So wash and fold, big friend. <clears throat> um, once in a while, I'll get back a piece of clothing that isn't mine. And I just go right ahead and just wear it. And I'm nervous about now I'm in possession of something that was like just given to the cleaners as like a murder uh, piece of evidence. Ooh. Because it's a great thing. You could just drop off your clothes. They're not like, oh, your name. You could be like, Johnny is my name. They're not like, oh, where do you live? What's your last name? So you drop off all your. Have you killed anybody? Right. <laughs> yeah. Johnny, the guy who killed somebody, your, your service is ready. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I, should I give it back and like make a report or like maybe a whole company? No. But something where you report that, hey, look, I'm now wearing these. Uh, under armor socks that have, that have blood on them but i just want everybody to know that like i didn't do it maybe you tweet that as like evidence i got them on this date and i started wearing them and just in case anybody ever asks here's like what's that type of like evidence or proof or something that's like you told somebody and then it's not like it's like secondary evidence or something i think they call it circumstantial evidence circumstantial tertiary maybe Mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yeah so you tweet out maybe hey look i have these under armor socks i'm gonna wear them but in case they turn up in a murder i just want everybody to know that i didn't do it yeah and you could take it i mean this is a it, you could take it the other way too where you could say hey yeah, i did do the murder <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm planning to commit this murder so <laughs> you commit the murder and then you return the socks that you used in the murder to the cleaner and say, hey, I got these, you know, accidentally from you guys. <laughs> and uh, they were covered in uh, my, my friend Johnny's blood. I mean, somebody else's blood. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Jeez. just just making sure you knew that I didn't kill anyone. <laughs> just telling them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Should I be like throwing those out do you think or i mean they come back in a clean pile so presumably they're clean you know is it all sock based or because uh, uh, what are the chances that it all fits you i guess i guess you're in the meaty part of the curve now in terms of things fitting you things probably yeah. fit you left and right yeah i mean and socks i feel like are a, a big lie based piece of clothing like oh these are size uh five to eight well i'll show you that they're beyond that because they fit me just fine I say, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think uh, you're good. Just keep wearing them. Otherwise, the, I don't know. It's I think it's like food that doesn't get eaten at a restaurant. I think it probably just gets thrown out. They're not going to track oh. down. They're not going to track down whose socks those are. They somehow they got associated with you. Uh, that's it. You know, right. They, this, their story ends there. They're going to go. Okay. Well, some, this guy brought them back. Now they're ours. I guess. Okay. And are clothes like food in that if they get thrown away, that's a waste of that material? Or we have enough of that material? Uh, I think it's it's a waste to throw them away because somebody can use them, but not, not because they're going to be recycled into new socks. Right. Because like you you throw a pair of pants on the ground, that doesn't like mess up the ozone layer, right? I mean, unless there's some of those plastic pants that are out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pants made of poison. Yeah. Gasoline yeah. pants. I, I could see that being a style, like a bag that's like inside of the bag is gasoline and it like it like is bouncing around when people are wearing it. I guess it wouldn't have to be gasoline, but some type of liquid. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> definitely. I, I definitely see the clear plastic pants with a liquid inside that you can like see the liquid. Yeah. I right. Think. And if it's not gasoline, I'm not interested. <laughs> so. It's what we're famous for. How about words that only, I feel like we've hit this theme, but maybe a new example of it. Words that only show up in this like one way, like much to my chagrin. You're not hearing chagrin anywhere the hell else. Um, you know, my chagrin was really acting up today or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah, there's a couple of words out there that are only used, uh, in the, in certain contexts like that. I don't, I, I didn't prepare a list of them though, so I'm not right. going to be able to think of any. Dismay? Is that was what chagrin is? Oh, much to my dismay, right. My dismay is acting up. <laughs> Chagrin. Yeah. All right. Well, we could we could try to make a list of other ones and, and circle back. Okay, um, yeah. <clears throat> is uh is girl dad is that gonna age poorly? Do you know what that is? No, what is girl dad? I think after Kobe Bryant passed, um, girl dad became a thing where like Yes, I am the father of a girl and like, you know, we are our own group and um, it's fun and, you know, being the father of a girl is awesome and, and you know, let's empower women. But then, you know, oh, you talk about, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you talk about, um, you know, gender roles and, um, mm -hmm. you know, all that stuff. Well, you know, you're a girl dad, but you're... Don't put that gender on your daughter, maybe? Okay, yeah. Girl, maybe you're a girl mom. Right, right. Yeah, who knows? You don't even know what you are yet, maybe. Right. You could be a mom and not even know it. Right. Um, Boy mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't put that gender on your... I mean, yeah. Is there some point at which it's okay? Uh, like, is there an age at which... Uh, or, or just, hey, you know, there's no point in even making reference to gender at all right a parent yeah i'm a parent child i'm a parent child or no i'm a child parent <laughs> child parent i'm a child parent yeah don't put don't put child on them it's weird because it's like the two things uh <clears throat> that that people like these days are at odds it's like creating a really specific group that everybody you know, create your tribe or whatever. Find your tribe, girl dads. Hey, we're all girl dads out here. And like, you know, yeah, we're we're all about empowerment. Yeah, that's at odds with the other thing of, you know, don't gender your kid. Right. Don't put your smoothie king on my ovaries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep your smoothie king off my ovaries. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So maybe parent child, child parent. Um, childbearing hips. <laughs> <laughs> childbearing hips. That's yeah. got to be out as far as what you can say. Man, you really have some childbearing hips. Oh my God, you're you're breaking so many rules of uh, progress. Right, but I mean, I still think a a woman is a uh, a dad mom is allowed to say I I have uh, <laughs> I have childbearing hip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess that's a grandmother i'm dad mom oh <laughs> uh, yeah dad mom yeah yeah a dad um, mom a grandmother to a boy son dad mom shrimp 
<laughs> Dad, mom on campus. <laughs> and it's about, it's a roommate situation with a, a 40-year-old guy and his 70-year-old mom and their roommates. And the dad kills himself, so she gets an A automatically. Or whatever the premise of Dead Man on Campus was. Right. I think that was it. <laughs> yeah. Dad, mom on campus. I think it was just Freddie got fingered on on a campus. Okay. Right. Freddie got fingered. You getting away with that title these days? Hmm. Maybe even more so. Yeah, because you're right. Hey, don't. What's wrong with fingering? Don't shame me. Right. Yeah, I can finger whoever I want. <laughs> no. <laughs> they don't the even point. have to say it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. That's not the point we would ever make. But <laughs> Freddie the Fing man. Yeah, so, yeah, interesting about dad girls. I mean, uh, girl dads. Yeah, that's... Uh, girl dad bod. Dad girls is like a group of women who want to uh, have sex with fathers in particular, which I think that is a, a fetish out there, you know? Like, that is, yeah. Yeah, I want to I wanna bang a dad, maybe? Daddy. Right. Daddy stuff, right? Daddy and zaddy with the Z, huh? Yeah, zaddy's out there. Zaddy. That's zaddy out there. Right. Hmm. Zat, Zaddy, Zaddy, Zoe Zat- Chanel's daddy, <laughs> Zaddy. <laughs> yeah, what fetishes are you into? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, don't kink shame me though. I've been meaning to get into more of them. I would have thought over the whole pandemic I would have gotten into a kink or two, but I right, I didn't. I didn't manage to. Uh, I was being kink shamed by just my own laziness. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. There we go. I have a, I have a kink where I just like to have the most uh, normal sex available. Yes. Got to find a lady who let let her uh, let me lay on top of her, as Norm Macdonald uh, used to say. Oh, that's a nice way to put it. Yeah. That, that was his kink. Yeah. Okay. Find a lady who will let me lay on top of her. <laughs> Right, nothing else. That's all you need. Sometimes that, um, just that physical touch is all we're, you know when they say that sometimes? Like, I, yeah. I don't know that I've ever craved just the physical, like, of course, like, the whole package of, like, getting close with someone and all that stuff's great, but, like, the physical touch part is really, I'd need to, I, uh, I don't know. Do you think that just goes along with the other good stuff and that's, like, a bonus, or do you think that's a real craving? Um... I think there, yeah, people like, uh, you know, in in some situations, just the physical touch is enough for, for somebody to feel what they're trying to feel. Right. But for, I would think it would need to be from someone in particular. I feel like there's that thing like, I just need to, like, I'm, I'm with you if it's someone you care about and like you're close with. Yeah. Yeah. Grab up nice, big, tight hug. Sure. It's can't, I don't think it can be like a guy at a gas station that you don't know <laughs> comes up and starts like caressing your arm, but, uh, it, it could be, you know, just a close friend and not some like romantic situation for certain, uh, you know, things of what somebody needs. Oh, there we go. Right. Hey, I just, I really needed that hug. Okay. Right. Right. I, I was really needed to, yeah. Yeah. I really need to have sex with somebody, and <laughs> and this you is were the, nice enough to. <laughs> this is going to have to do for now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Interesting. Well, yeah. Uh, the Mother's Day kink shaming episode. We're we're glad to have everybody on board. Yes. Uh, 
congrats to all the zaddies out there. Right, Zaddy's Day. Ah, yeah. Zaddy's St. Zaddy's Day. Day, like St. Patty's Day. <laughs> is, there, is there a mom equivalent of Zaddy? Oh, zombie? Zombies. <laughs> zombies. <laughs> yeah, because is that just MILF? Oh, maybe. Right, MILF. Yep, I think so. MILF sounds like something you can't say anymore, but Zaddy is okay. Zaddy's all in. Zaddy is like even nicer than, you know. Nicer than anything. It's the nicest thing you could say to somebody. Right. I must look like a Zeddy in this getup. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I was about to ask if MILF, any any aging poorly there. Oh, the MILF themselves might age poorly. No. Um, yeah. Mom, I'd like to fuck. Yeah, excuse me. Don't kink shame me. I, I, I'd like to fuck moms. Excuse me. Right. I'm not, I'm not objectifying that. Or I guess I am. Uh, but is that... Yeah. What point is sexual preference... And objectification. What's the line there? Who's uh, who's drawing a line in the sand, and who's standing on what side? Here, here's what might be the line: is with MILF, you're talking about a specific mom. Uh, but if you just want to say, uh, "I'm the kind of guy who likes uh, zom- zombies or whatever," mm-hmm. uh, then no one's going to say anything about that. Like, uh, you know, I just like an older gal <laughs> who has kids, and she's got to have a certain number of kids, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But as long as you don't go up to a specific woman and point in her face and say, yeah, you're a MILF, you know, then I think you're okay. <laughs> oh, yes. That's because, right. My God. Yeah. To approach a woman on the street, you know, they got enough to worry about safety wise as it is. They don't need somebody saying, I'd like to have sex with you. Who, You know, oh, my God. That's that's And with that's their terrifying. kids there. Yeah. Right. Uh, they just want yeah. physical touch. <laughs> <laughs> But you can walk right up to a zaddy, though, on the street and just say, you you are a zaddy. Yes, I and think so. he's going to walk away feeling like a million bucks. Right, because they don't have to worry about, um, right, the safety aspect of things. Yep, yep. And, uh, yeah, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, guys. Happy Mother's Day to all the zaddies out there. <laughs> to, all, to, all the, uh, to all the dad moms out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we're facing.